Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From Drunken Donkey to Upscale Gastro Pub, this episode of Bar Rescue had everything we could ever want as fans of the show, and we're talking about it today here on the Bar Rescue After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies, gentlemen, and Bar Rescue fans, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's official Bar Rescue After Show. We are so excited to be here today to talk about Season 6, Episode 41. <laughs> uh, oh man, I had the title. It's a little long. It's like two... Two donkey balls. J-Lo, I'm going to have you look that up for me today because the title's too good not to say on air. Yes. And I am not alone, guys. I am joined by my co-conspirator and um, personal and professional role model, Kevin Undergaro. And friend of John Taffer, who texted me this week, has been listening to our show or watching our show, and he just uh, he was uh, he was telling me how he's been the EP of this for the last three years. Mm-hmm. He's been, so what you see is all John. Great. Like it's all John. Well, it's you know what it speaks to his I talent mean, as a producer. And, and the little tease, he is saying that um, that next season more changes, more innovations. Wow! So I'm super excited about that, and uh, and I think they'll either going to be a two, hopefully a 200 show or something epic, and uh, who knows, maybe Maria Menounos will reprise her. Um, How about the uh, After Buzz TV Bar Rescue After Show panelists go do recon? For oh, Taffer. I love what that. Well, we've done it before. I saw that. We yeah. did it. Yeah. No. 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 We will. Okay. And uh, I was saying to I was just saying to uh, John how fun it is to do the show with you and working with someone younger who's now discovering the show. Love it. So it's really been a lot of fun. And uh, another great episode tonight. Yes. I loved it, but I have some questions. I have some questions too, Kevin. Wow, okay. You know, again, Taffer, we acknowledge what a genius he is every single week, but I... Uh, I'll be. I have a bit of a hot take on the renovation, so okay. we'll see and when we get there. We have bar rescue updates. We do have updates, and then you probably have a taffer takeaway. I sure do. So um, it's of course not just coverage, guys. At AfterBuzz TV, we cover your shows, but we also bring you news. We bring you segments because we are the premier conversation network for television, guys. So we do have multiple segments on this show, and we're so glad you're tuned in to hear those. That be oh, and our fabulous producer got me the title of today's episode. It was called Green Balls and Donkey Balls. Perfect. And what's another name for a donkey? <laughs> it's an ass. Yes. Watching how, Mia panic. It, it's so great. Mia is like, I say it all the time, Mia, Phil Wills, and um, Lisa, Lisa Marie. Marie are the big three. They're the holy trinity of mixologists. And Mia may be the number one, you know, you know, just, just by an inch. Just She's the leader, let's just say. She's yes. the captain of the of the, of the, uh, of the triumvirate, I feel like. And and I just love how nerdy she was and so cute. She didn't want to say. It's adorable. Yeah, she didn't want to say ass. But uh, she's amazing. And then Tiffany. Now, you don't know this, but John did a season. Of, I think it was called. There was a restaurant kind of competition show where two restaurants would fight to get to have her and two investors to invest in it. 
It didn't make it, but Tiffany was one of those investors. Nice. And she's phenomenal. Well, we saw her on the... Uh, you know, I might have flown no, solo she's... on this one, Kev, but we did see her on the University of Las Vegas hospitality episode. Yes. Yeah. And I really like Tiffany. She's Derry. phenomenal. She's great. Phenomenal. She's fun, but she's also really, really sharp in the kitchen. That's right. So, That's right. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you liked the episode, Kev. What are your overall thoughts? I mean, I... I loved the episode for many reasons. It had so much going on. I cried. Mm-hmm. There was a moment I cried. and uh, But I am not so sure about some of the... Um, changes. Some of the changes and I some agree. of the decisions. I, You know what? Like, and, uh, you know, like, whatever. I just hope... Um, I, yeah, I... Uh, oh, we're getting a correction. Oh, green walls and donkey balls. There you go. So you got millennialed. I got millennialed. Our producer, J-Lo, I'm calling you out. Now, J-Lo does an amazing job with this show. And in fairness, walls and balls are one letter away. Green walls and donkey balls. Green walls and donkey balls. Yeah, I will say the color scheme of where this bar started was just horrific. And you guys know Kevin is our CEO, but he's also kind of a design expert. So everything you see aesthetically in these studios is kind of comes from the undergaro brain. And you are really um, conscientious about lighting and color. And you always tell not, us but that I'm not green. a professional. Well, he's yeah, but it's he, just I just go by instinct. So no, I want to qualify that because fair. I'm fallible in this area. But you would agree with the fact that green is probably the least flattering okay. color. Okay, and this is where I will give you an asterisk. Yes, this is where it's like one of those things. The funky name, mm-hmm. the funky colors. It's you know to cliche the old like bad movie. It's it's so bad. It just might work. Yeah, it's so it's bad. So it's so crazy. Good. It just might work. And so, you know, remember now, when we see this show, you guys, it's studio lighting, not bar lighting. That's true. Okay, so they have to bring in studio lights because they're taping a show. So that's why if you notice, mm. um, especially when they're doing recon or whatever, it's very bright mm. and very flatly lit because you just need to flood that place with light because we as the uh, audience, we need to see... The subjects, the bartenders, the patrons, you know, it's not about the vibe of the place. So you're seeing at its worst. I saw the walls were very scuffed up, and I think they were scuffed up because they probably took down a lot of things that they didn't have the right to show. Mm. So you know that, like in it's our like business. production design. We call it, if, if, if in, in show business you would say, oh, you need to Greek that sign. Oh, interesting. Did you hear that? I don't know if I knew that. It's an old term, and what it means is, like, let's say there's an After Buzz logo in the back, you would... Put black tape over AfterBuzz TV, and you know, just kind of tweak it so it's not AfterBuzz anymore. Neutralize or, yes. the branding, or you get rid of it because you don't have the right. So a lot of times, I know in the renovations we did, the bar rescue renovations we did, there was a lot of stuff that um, that were covered up, so it made it look even worse. But I, because I like funky colors, and I just like uh, being different and a little odd. And it showed me, rather than a lameness, it showed me a commitment to something. You know, everyone had uniforms, and it wasn't just a green. Like, like it was like a a fluorescent, like a lime green. It wasn't like a green that you would, you would never buy that kind of furniture. So... To me, that's something special and something different. Deliberate. And, yeah. And and by the way, even the name. I could see people being in... Uh, what's Senior Frogs down in, in, in Mexico? And it's like, if if you try and, and, you know, 
it could work. And I felt like just my naked eye, before I did research on the bar, I was like, you know, I don't know, not not so bad. I agree. I'm actually going to break format this week, guys, because we usually cover this show chronologically. But I actually want to start by talking about the renovation because I feel like both of us have strong opinions about the renovation. Yeah. And the fans want to hear. And then we'll cover the rest of the episode and talk about these characters. But I personally didn't like what they did with the bar. I feel like hey, I agree we, with Jayla, you. Jayla, can we edit that out, please? <laughs> I feel like they took what I agree with you as like a kitschy, ridiculous, but identifiable concept right? and sort of whitewashed it to become sort of a generic chain-seeming champs Ooh. or chilies or... Or like a um, somewhere between a chilies and a Ruth Chris. Yeah. Like a steakhouse. Yeah. So, you know, if, if it looked like the shitholes we've seen, that would have been an amazing renovation. Right. But we went from something like just bright and funky Mm -hmm. to, you know, something that was great for what you just described. But, you know, the other thing, too, is it looked like it on the surface, but I was looking closely. You know, remember, like, a lot of stuff gets done in four days. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to do that kind of construction in the way you need to that's going to hold up for 10 years to wear and tear. And so I also wonder how much... You know how much of it uh, would 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 hold up, you know, over the long term. So yeah, I, I agree. Like, and I've, I don't think I've ever said that in six seasons of doing the Bar Rescue After Show. Well, and it's not like the renovation looked bad. I just fear that commercially they're actually hurting this location because well, I feel like this this category of sort of restaurant, like the mid-level nice chain is such a competitive space That's right. that I almost feel like they had a stronger demographic niche yeah. with this concept. And, and let's work with the balls like Tiffany did. I Tiffany know, I liked created, the like, balls. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I and agree. And didn't you think, Kev, that we always have these, like, you know, kitschy add-ons where it's a photo booth with a cow's butt. Yeah, or, yeah. I was so ready for a drunk donkey to tip out and give you a yeah, ball. Yeah, I just, I don't know, you know, again, this is something I'd love to talk to John about because yeah. it, his relationship with the owner really intrigued me and, you know, I don't know. I wonder what, you know, John, John usually doesn't negotiate with them or, you know, say to them, hey, what are you looking for? But, and again, since we're jumping format and the updates, the owner is still singing John's praises. I know. So things are looking good between how the management and owners feel about the changes, but we'll have to get into the numbers because they may not reflect that. Yeah. That's later in the show. But any other thoughts? I know it's a little out of order. But it is. I think his one show where I would love to hear from you know people who are tuning in yes. and people on YouTube are tuning in. If people in audio go over to iTunes, leave us a comment. Um, we we love that, but I I'd love to hear what other people think. You know, maybe because I don't know. They were all John, Tiffany, and me all were like, "Oh, the green, it's awful." So I mean, maybe in person it was, but yeah, I uh, and people may disagree with us, but I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know what? Like, I know I can I can work with this. Yeah, I agree. Well, the nice thing is during our bar rescue segment, our bar rescue update segment, we do have opinions from people who. They're kind of across the board with the renovation, so we will get into some of those comments and updates in the Yelp reviews later in the show. Let's talk about these characters we're dealing with, though, because I think we had a couple really interesting protagonists this episode. We had Chris Putnam and Nick Valagatzis. Yeah. Greek, probably, right? Probably Greek. Um, and I, I know I'm married into that, yeah. so he's, he was all Greek. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're partners in this bar. Nick is more of the day-to-day. Chris is more of the silent investor partner, but Nick has pretty much sank $500,000 of Chris's money. 
and things are tense between the two of them, especially once it's brought to the attention. This happens sometimes in the show where they don't really realize the state of the debt until it's... This is your failure! Yeah. <laughs> well, they yeah, but they don't understand. They do understand the, the debt, but they just... See, here's an old thing. Ours is not labor. Mm. So he she, sees the guy, Nick, showing up. And walking around with his flip-flops and yelling at people. So he's like, oh, man, he's riding people. He's trying. Like, you know, he's got passion. And and we're just not making money, and I can't figure it out. Right. And they don't know enough to go, wait a second. There's more going on here, and there's more that needs to be done. Definitely. Um, It was interesting. During Recon, we didn't get the usual, this place is disgusting, workflow is abhorrent. It was more just... Management was non-existent, and food and drinks were not consistent by any means. The cocktails were nasty. The food, the deviled eggs weren't well prepared. That oh was oh my god! I wanted to vomit. Liquid, yeah, I can't even say it without Whoa, feeling sick. God. Um, but interestingly, I don't think necessarily the bones of this bar were in no, distress. No, it was no. a different kind of stress test, and it was, or, and again, um, in a recon. different kind of renovation. And I like yeah. that. I like, I like that the weeks where we see the worst. Uh, uh, messes that we've ever seen, but then you know I like other things like this was management, this was workflow. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right though. And and John threw a compliment at the chef. He said at the end, he said your best probably we've ever worked with. Mm-hmm. It was a big compliment. Well, I really liked that chef Enrique, and that's a great example of having someone talented in your kitchen who's just not being managed. You right, know, right. managers are so quick to blame their staff, but I'd say eighty percent of the time you have a staff with great potential; they're just mismanaged. Right. You know, that's what you have to do as a manager, and that's what right. John does such a good job of calling them out on. So, as we mentioned, we have uh, the two queens, Mia Mastriani and. Uh, Tiffany Derry in the car going over recon with them. And what I liked about this was all three of them swooped in and kind of handled their oh. own. It was like battle. K- kudos to the editors yes. um, at Three Ball because I loved going you going back and forth. There's John, there's Tiff, and there's Mia. One, two, three, counting the kegs. And this is crazy. It was Great editing. Great job. I loved it. Mia's so type A. She's, oh, so, she's, she's afraid amazing. to say ass on her. I kind of relate to that a little bit. But watching her, I, that had to have been her worst but nightmare. But she's tougher than you. Yeah, she's tough. She's tough. She's, yeah. she's the straight, you know, um, Lisa Marie, a little bit more radical. Yeah. Uh, Phil Wills is a little bit more cool. Yeah. But Mia is by the book. And she I'll is. tell you, you know, all three of those guys make great TV. And, I, and if I'm... John or Spike, I'm developing something with them. I hear you. You know, and Tiffany as well. And yeah. they, we a couple of our chefs. I mean, I, they've just all proven themselves to be great talents. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there's no listen. There's no show. There's not even close to a show without John. Right. So it's it's never like that they're upstaging him, but um, but I I love when we get a good you know like and I don't know I I have to I, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna text Mia I owe Mia a text because I just I love when she's on. Let's get her back in here. We should. Yeah, we should. She's she's kidding. She's really sought after and traveling a lot. Yeah, which is great for her. And, and let me tell you, like, the, what I also love about that, those three is that their passion is mixology. That's it. Mm-hmm. And nothing else. Yeah. It's just mixology, baby. It's cool to see that elevated because it is an art. And I think people underestimate what a prestigious art it can be. Right. But for me, as personality to walk into a room with 74 unlabeled, that is probably her nightmare. Yeah, it was. Given her personality yes. and her... Yes. Like, she was talking about anxiety spiking. She actually... You know who she reminds me of? was my wife. It's who she reminds me of. If you guys... It's all right, but, you know, I'm married to a very type A organized... I love that. Oh, the and best. And she would be the same. Whenever she, like, oh. sees my closet, she literally... I can feel her heart accelerate because she's 
a little more organized. Good wife. Great wife. Um, so it was fun to see them all kind of take their own wing of battle and um, go over the recon. And John went in on Nick this episode. Big time. Should we talk? Big time. I mean, do we do we talk about the the menu issues? I yeah, mean, I guess no. You that that the, comes up right. We're getting there, right? We're getting. Well, to... during recon, they talked about the menu. Uh, I think what you mean is the uh, novel Gone with the Wind with food yes. listed in it. This was a multi-page labeled and, menu. And John, uh, he's always giving us these little factoids, but he gives us a factoid on on how much you decrease mm-hmm. your chances of business. By having a long script. And that's why, you know, we have a place out here called In and Out. But look at a lot of the chains now. Chipotle. Very simple menus. Yes, they go. everyone goes very simple. You're right. The, here's the fact, if you guys want to know. Average guest spends about 50 seconds with a menu, and they want to spend about 40 seconds with a menu. Wow. So if it's a 16-page menu, the one exception I can give you is Cheesecake Factory, which I think everything is good on that menu. Oh, I'm such a civilian like you. I, I, love, I cheesecake. love cheesecake. Yeah, these, yeah, their bowl is like two feet. And yeah, no, you're right. In fact, God, I'm, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go there now. I you love said it. that this week. There's one at the Grove, Kev. I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's one, actually there's one in Sherman Oaks. Oh, is there? Yeah. Love the show, so we'll oh. go to that one. All right, um, but... <laughs> John, again, John just goes in. Oh, and the other thing, of course, we need to call out is um, that um, they uh, have, they're not making any of this food from scratch, and they're advertising it yeah, that way. Yeah, from scratch. And you're a liar! <laughs> it's a pretty good John impression. Um, but it's true. You know, they're microwaving all this food, and that dries it out. You can taste it in a restaurant when yes. you get it. It's gross. Oh, my God. It's like, come on. The only time you microwave is... When you're drunk. I mean, even, you know, Burger King, you were probably too young to remember. But they were, you know, in the 90s, they were neck and neck with McDonald's. Yeah. But they went, somewhere in the late 80s, they went to microwave rather than wow. the flame broiled. They lost a significant amount of their, you know, customer base because of it. A yeah. Terrible decision. Interesting. You know. Well, that's why um, the later menu changes were so welcome for this bar. But uh, John goes in, as I mentioned. Uh, after, you know, yelling and trying to get organized during this final moments of recon, we end with, do you, <laughs> they're not in order, they're not alphabetized, why do you have four managers, is it the same reason that you have 70 kegs? Yes, it's because you're an effing idiot, Nick, that's Oof. the last thing we hear, and we're out of there. I mean, I, it was, okay, so when you think of Nick, he had parents in the club business, nightclub business, so I, I immediately thought to myself, and I might be wrong, but I immediately thought to myself, he grew up with some money. Oh, I could see that. And then grew up, you know, where the dad was probably the kingpin. You know, the club owners, it's this uh, personality that goes along with them. Greek. Probably big guy. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I, and I grew up in that family, so I know. Absolutely. Um, and the fact that he took the beating he did blew me away. Well, he didn't take it the whole time, but... But... but For most of the episode. Well, that first... Re- I mean, he got thrashed in that first part of the of the recon, he anyway. Sure did. And, uh, and he took it, and I admired it. Um... The other thing John called out, I was so jo- glad John called him out for something that is my personal pet peeve, and I always and I refrain from telling only my inner circle this, um, because I, I know I felt like maybe I was wrong or maybe it was crazy, but now I realize I'm not. The flip flops, <laughs> and the Hawaiian shirt. I mean, every if, if when I see, but I can't tell you people who show up to an interview in flip flops. It's bad, and I just say to myself like. You know, you can't run in flip flops. You can't. You have to me. It says zero sense of urgency. Mm. Completely laid back. 
Um, not to mention not sanitary, not safe, you know, to exposure. I mean, I've seen guys have their, I, just, I always go back to it too because I saw a guy in construction have like three toes just cut right oh. off. Sheared right off. Oh. Yeah. So when I see even morons walk Walton through Home Depot, like right. in their flip flops, I'm like, are you crazy? Just those carts alone. Will like go, you know, or like that will shred your like toes. And when you're in a bar, this is one of the most physically active. It's aside from production, right? It just says lame. Yeah, it says lame. Lame. I'm glad you mentioned that, Kev. And I'm so glad. And I'll tell you something else. If you're out there and you like are trying to apply for a job, please. How many times even on a film crew, someone shows up like that, and I'm like, no, no way. We're making an indie film. Right. It's it's going to be a grind. Like no. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's good. That's an undergarment takeaway, guys. Yeah, probably not a good one. Uh, I don't know, Kev. I uh, Hawaiian shirts and flip flops kind of just go. Mm. Uh, I agree with you. We're not always on the same page with stuff, but I agree <laughs> with flip flops. And I'm a millennial, so we yeah. can listen. That, you can put that on when the I'm on vacation. I'm in my flip flops. When it's a Saturday and I'm just waltzing around my apartment, I'm in my flip flops. Fine, but when I have a job to do or I want to show up and impress somebody, I'm not in my flip flops. It's true. Well said. Okay, so the next day, um, Nick is coming in, and he's already kind of aggravated and pissed. That's what he says. And I, I'm i not going to say I understand why, but I could empathize with what a beating Nick took. He took a, an amazing beating, and he didn't—and I think because he wasn't fighting back, John just kept hitting him. Because yeah. John's trying to break you. He's trying to break him. He's trying to break you, and so he can rebuild you. Right. Absolutely. It's the old way of, you know, that's been around forever. Um, but we re-explore a, a classic bar rescue trope, which is how many managers does your team have? And it's the four oh, managers. And and here's the thing. John didn't have time to call anyone out on. But did any of those managers have a quality response for their job? No. I mean, the one I'm said scheduling. I'm responsible for morale, <laughs> keeping everybody positive. The, like, the lead girl, I'm like, uh, okay, not a manager. Go ahead. I mean. I'm responsible for the sense of fun that our bar has. I mean, I you know, but maybe they do more and they just were put on the spot. I, I don't know. Yeah. I That can be tough when in the moment you're called out to list. You should have that in your back pocket, the list of all the responsibilities sure, and if, contributions. If I said to you, it's, here, yeah. you would be. No matter how who was yelling and how loud, you'd be able to say it afterwards. I do X, Y, Z, you know, credibly. And uh, that's a good point. Until we wrap the show, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. 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 In the best way. I mean, I. It's one of my favorite things about working here. Is I've been. I've been given the privilege to wear so many hats. I feel like it's such a gift. But um, this was tough because Taffer says um, you need to fire one of these four managers. Yeah, well, well, here's the other thing, too, and I had this problem years ago here, mm-hmm. is you have all these people working for you and all these managers, and then and then you're putting out all that money, and then your place sucks and you're losing money. Right. You know, right. so it's like, what are we doing? Um, well, it was a labor cost issue, and I love when Bar Rescue gets specific. And scientific. And scientific, so exactly. So we learned, what, 25 to 32 percent you need to be yielding less than that with labor uh spending less than that on labor costs or you won't yield profit that's like the red line that you need to stay under on your labor wages or you won't profit and in the current system there was objectively no way they could continue this way so taffer uh gives the responsibility to nick and john to nick and chris sorry to fire someone and they did and they did and you know that's what was interesting with this guy he took a beating for a guy that seemed like a blowhard and was loud, he took a beating, he hung in. Um, and I feel like 
I feel as though he wasn't calculated about it. We've seen the other guys hang in and then afterwards tell the press, I'm a businessman, so I, I did it all on purpose so I could get a renovation out of it. <laughs> and I don't feel like he was like that. Mm-mm. No, there was an earnestness about it. Yeah. And and then he, you know, I thought he was so nice the way he fired the kid and he said, I'm sorry. And then the kid was like, typical of that response. Yeah, I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> you know, like, but, but uh, I don't know, it's usually people who aren't doing their jobs that react that way. Right. It's sometimes it's probably a gift because you see it's always a gift when someone and reacts for both that way. parties. Yeah. But for go do something else where your strong suit is. But right. even the girl had admitted that he was the weak link. Yeah, they all knew. Um, okay, so that leads into our first round of training. And I liked these Texas margaritas. They had these yeah, pineapple fronds. Stuff you love. Yes, I, I know. love this part. Um, and they looked, it did look very refreshing. It looked refreshing. But what I really liked actually in the kitchen was deep frying ribs. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh too much. my god, amazing! Yeah. and just and I love how John shouted out to Tiffany. You know, normally he doesn't do that, yeah. but he was like, and and you know, because of Tiffany. Yeah, I love that her too. Genius idea, because that's why the stress test was like a breeze. Mm-hmm. Did you was, see, like at the stress test, everyone had their full plates. It was wild. This was, and that's actually we're right there now. We get into our stress test, and this is one of the few examples where. I mean, bar workflow is always kind of an SHIT show, right? Um, but food usually follows right in its footsteps. But they're getting food out, Enrique right. is doing a great job. Tiffany's he, running yeah, Enrique was amazing, and then Tiffany just nailed it with something really simple and amazing. It looked so good, so good. The only reason there were delays in the food was because they didn't know how to run the food, which happens a lot on Bar Rescue. Yes, and then that was the other thing he called it jamming. No, it was uh, dumping, dumping, mm-hmm. and another like great. Turn, always learning stuff six seasons in. Definitely. Hundred and something shows in, and we're always learning. But uh, always dumping learning. is what? It's when. They, it's when waiters don't... collect all the orders before putting them into the POS system. So if you take 20 tables because it's easier for your shift and then go put them on the POS system, you're dumping 20 minutes worth of orders into a single. Uh, POS run and it's too much for the kitchen to handle whereas you really should take three tables put those orders right. in take three more tables put those orders in because you really screw your kitchen when you do that right um, and it can be hard to know how to prioritize your food when it's coming in huge massive loads uh, it's like LA traffic um, yes. so part of the reason the food was struggling to come out was because John um, empowered Nick to help his team and he didn't have any of the foundational knowledge to help no and this must have been, as much as, you know, we could laugh at Nick and he should have all this knowledge, that's probably a pretty brutal gut punch to recognize. Because as a manager, you should be able to step into any position. I, I think, well, again, this is all theory. I think he owns multiple businesses, multiple bars. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's his moment to kind of be on camera and got more involved than he normally would be. And then that's why he probably didn't know what yeah. was going on, I think. Well, yeah, he was not ready to contribute to workflow in this bar at all. And um, that was probably, that to me, that was like the main focus of the stress test was obviously cocktails weren't coming out right. There was inconsistencies, but really top down, there was just no leadership. Right. And Nick wasn't able to hop into the trenches with his army. And John called him out on it. John says, Nick, I'm furious. Are you fake or real? This guy can't do a freaking thing. Um, and... That was really the breaking point. Are you point. fake or real? Yeah. Are you yeah. fake or are you real? And I think, you know, people break when there's a grain of truth to what's being asked. You know, mm. if Nick really had the confidence that he knew what he was doing, he probably would have been okay. 
but he lashed back out at John, got upset, and it's probably because deep down he knew he felt a bit like a fraud during this situation. Right. And of course, it's that demoralizing moment when John makes you apologize to everyone in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> now apologize to everybody. <laughs> Brutal. But Nick did apologize in a very sincere way. He, he was a very interesting protagonist he to me. He really was. Because there was there was some damage there that we'll get into later. Yeah. But some of these guys, they're the douchebag wackos we talk about. But Nick had a big, pretty broken heart. Yeah. And it was interesting to see him navigate that throughout yes. the episode. Yeah. Um, anything else with the stress test that you want to call out? To me, it was primarily just Nick struggling to support yeah. his team. Yes. Yeah. And I and again, I wonder how bad this place really was. I know. Because, um, yeah, you know, tables were filled with food and drink. It was one of the better, not entertainment-wise, but one of the better, it seemed like one of the better stress tests bar rescues ever had. I would agree. Um, okay. Let's keep going. So we um, have our heart to heart the next day, and this is where things got really interesting because yeah. Nick came into the um, bar with um, a pretty sour attitude, feeling pretty upset about what had happened the night before. Um, and John kind of recognized that and gave Nick a lot of grace and space to express how he really feels. Well, this is the time now where I feel like in Bar Rescue, we're 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 in now. Mm -hmm. You've been through the worst. And now, you know, we're renovating your bar. It's almost almost no turning back. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure if the person pisses on John, he'll pull the plug. Yep. I would think. I mean, it's happened before. It has, but usually not this late, Yeah. you know, in the game. Um, but I think that, you know, he Chris uh, went into it, or Nick went into it, thinking he was going to get reamed again. Mm -hmm. And um, not realizing that this is when John goes, hey, that's it. Now we're in. Like you made it, you made it through, you know, basic training, and now we're in battle together to fix this and make it happen. And when you find out about uh, Nick's story, he lost the dad, then he lost the mother. Within ten months of each other. Yeah, and so um, you can just see he was really heartbroken. Very. And I can see that. Um, I can see that. You know, we have a friend who owns uh, one of the biggest bar chains, you know, out there restaurant, and. Uh, he celebrated a birthday last week, or two weeks ago, and it was the same thing. He his dad's like ninety, and um, was like in a wheelchair, and he it's in the last stages of his life. And our friend just started crying, mm. you know, because he knew it was over. But it, you know, you feel like I bet you the father and son were in the bar business together, and you know, I could just see him as a little kid being with the dad when the dad had clubs, you know. So it knocked the wind out of his sails, and he was very emotional. And that's I got choked up like. I, I, John always does it to me, but I did. I, I started to uh, to well with tears. I felt bad for the guy, you know, and it was just nice that John was like, he, John said some amazing things to him. Like, right, like, I, like, I, I believe on you. Let's do it together. Yeah, right? I, you're a great freaking guy, man. Yeah. I believe in you. And do you believe that you deserve this? Yes. Say it again. Do you believe that? Can, yeah. I can't even talk about it without getting yeah, kind of no, emotional. Right, I know. Dang, I know. this was really so, good and stuff. And again, so that's why this show is so amazing that where we don't agree that it's the best renovation, like, that was just a wonderful moment. Oh, yeah. And that will do more for that guy. You know, if he really hurt John, it may do more for him than any renovation ever would. I agree. And we talked a bit about our thoughts on the renovation. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to get into our updates in just a minute. But any other thoughts on the renovation? We covered that at the top. I think we were pretty thorough with how we felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. Nick loved it. They all loved it. So I don't know if it was because he just fell in love with John or he just was like in John we trust or... 
if uh, he just loved all the new stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or if he's so successful in so many other things that maybe didn't matter as much. I don't know. I mean, listen, the name was good. The the look was good, but not compared to what it was. I, I like the whole kind of senior frogs. I agree. The like novelty. Oddball place. Yeah. Think of merchandise. Yep. Even for a place like that. Like, you don't have balls. Like, think of, like, so many right. fun things you could do with that. It and takes then, balls and, to drink here. Yeah, and then Tiffany created the great, you know, meatball, uh, which looked exquisite. Yeah, they looked great. So, yeah, no, and by the way, this is probably my first time kind of, I mean, I've been down on some of the signs that have mm-hmm. been there. I thought some of the renovations were, you know, not some better than others. But this one, yeah, I didn't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, we're going to get into how things have uh, panned out since the okay. renovation. First, we do have our Taffer takeaway, though. Mine's pretty specific, All and right. that's if you're running a bar, you don't want to have a huge beer tap menu unless you are a gastropub, unless what you do is beer, right? Yeah. I feel like 74 taps feels like it's its own novelty. Yes. You go for the beer. This wasn't a and, beer brewery. This and how was do you bar. keep in this? No, what bar? How do you keep setting this? I don't know. I've seen some in Boston, like outside of Fenway Park, that just deal with so much overturn. Right. How do you keep 74 tabs? Fresh. You can't. I know. You know I know. Like, I have, we have two kegs at our house, two keg systems, and a um, month and a half, two months, they're gone. They're dead. Yep. You know, so, I, yeah, I don't, you know. I think if you're going to go that route, if you're going to have more than 10 beers on tap, it has to be the novelty of the bar. You have to be a beer-specific right. bar. Right. So that was smart for them to kind of revamp and focus on cocktails. After our Taffer Takeaway, we always get into our news, which we label as our Bar Rescue Updates. After TV News. Interesting updates for us, Kevin. Very interesting. I'm going to start with reviews. All right. We have some positive reviews and we have some negative reviews. Alrighty. Let me start with the positive. Friendly staff and great menu, excellent range of items for that crave of just a cheeseburger to an elevated crave for that lemon herb quail. Cocktails were sexy, and I loved every sip. We will be back for games and other events, as this venue has a great concept for all. What a turnaround. The service was impeccable. The appetizers and meals were wonderful. We were fit to be tied with seating... We were fit to be tied with seating and lackluster service at the Drunken Donkey and thought we would give this place a shot since the Bar Rescue wow. revamp. Seriously impressed, and we're glad we made the visit. Definitely worth wow. the stop, and we'll be back soon. Usually we we rarely see the um, hospitality going up. Yes. That, I know. It usually doesn't. They usually can't get them all to behave. And yeah. that's really good. So now we're going to get into some negative reviews. Okay. This place was apparently on the show Bar Rescue and was previously the Drunken Donkey. From what I know of this show, they renovate the decor quickly and cheaply. The, quote, wooden walls and the messy paint job didn't do this dark space any favors. There's nothing wrong with the dark bar, but when it's trying to be a chic restaurant, it just doesn't work. Now, I ordered the wings and it was nothing to write home about. Lastly, the music consisted of outdated pop music and did not fit the overall vibe of the place. Most people probably wouldn't notice me, but it annoyed me more than it should have. Uh, One more, just because it talks about the donkey, which is interesting. Not sure if they realize what they've done. I'm sure they wanted to make it better, but unfortunately they missed the mark. I went on Friday and the place should have been packed. The donkey was always busy. Plenty of space and peak hours. Not good. The food was not good. The beer selection has decreased. And I think they really should have kept some of the better sellers. May have made some decisions that could have hurt the business. Sad because I enjoyed it the way it was. Mm. So interesting stuff. Um, luckily, the owners are really happy with the renovation. We have um, 
we have Nick who went on his Facebook page and said, and yes, despite the ass whooping I got and getting my balls kicked in, this truly was a great experience. Uh, I almost walked off three times, but I was in too deep. Thank you so much, John Taffer. This place great. turned out nice. Um, so here's what's interesting. You know, bar rescue updates will go into the Texas receipts and look what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Sales have gone down since the change. Oof. So before the makeover, they were making over $100,000 a month on average. In April they made seventy four thousand dollars. In May they made eighty three thousand dollars and in June they went back down to seventy five thousand um, dollars. according to gross receipts, uh the location used to do well over one hundred thousand dollars in sales a month and now they aren't making those numbers anymore. Mm. So And they mentioned, I believe, that they do have another um um donkey balls location. They do. And I'm not sure if they're going to keep that drunken donkey or change it to butcher and brew. Yeah, I don't. I I want. I probably not. Um, either way, we had a local comment in the bar rescue updates, which is pretty interesting. This comment comes from C, who says this rescue didn't make any sense. The donkey was always full on weekends, especially late at night, because they were one of the few bars open until 2 a.m. in this area. From the outside, it didn't look like this bar, and it never had any real problems. So very interesting. Very interesting, but. Uh, very, very enjoyable episode. And, you know, I what I didn't know is I'd love to preview for next week, but can you look on that little thing you call a computer? I will. And see if there's a new episode next week, because I did not see a preview. Um, yes, and I know it, it feels like Paramount's getting these out kind of down to the wire, but it says, yes, next week, episode we 42, Doreen's Dilemma. Oh, do we have a description? Uh, let me see if I can find I already, it. I just, I don't know. I have a good feeling about the name Doreen and the fact that she has a dilemma. It's great. I'm, so I'm going to I'm gonna see if we can find anything because we do have a little bit of time. I'm not going to have any dead air because I am a professional. No. Here we go. Okay. Episode summary on Doreen. Okay. The daughter of a longtime bar owner okay. steps into his shoes after his abrupt passing. So maybe okay. this will be an emotional episode. Yeah, it definitely will be. Will she learn the business on the fly or see her late father's legacy crumble? From this is your there? father's legacy! <laughs> Can and you let me go up in flames! Would you ever be Taffer for Halloween? Would he like that? or would No, that... no, he wouldn't like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We could go as bar rescue characters for Halloween, though. We could find our favorites. Yeah, that's true. It could be kind of fun. I would be Roundhouse Rick. We okay, and I would have I would be um, uh, one-eyed Pete <laughs> oh, from from the pirates. From, episode. Oh, I know, I've seen pirates. When are we got? No, listen, we have a new one next week. But then, with the minute we have a blank one, we've got to come back and do pirates. I promise you, we will, guys. It looks like we're set for a while in terms of episodes, but we will cover pirates because. Oh, you know what? Um, August nineteenth looks like there's or August eighteenth looks like there's no episode. And I'm thinking I'm out of town. <laughs> Unfortunately, so. It'll happen, guys. Yes. It'll happen because we're here every week, guys. This is the Bar Rescue After Show, and we are incredibly passionate about this show just like you are. Quickly, if I may, I would love to ask you guys to help us out a little bit. We are, as I mentioned at the top, the ESPN of TV Talk, and we are passionate TV obsessies, and we love sharing that passion with you. Guys, I get it. Not everyone is as obsessed with TV as you are, but this is your safe place. This is where you can join the band of misfits who is just as passionate about TV as you are. So subscribe 
subscribe to this channel, subscribe to our other channels, and check out some of our other content. We truly do cover just about everything on and TV. And by the way, Jeff, you just launched something pretty exciting. Can we talk sure about did. that? If fans of Bachelor? We can, yeah. It'll be airing tonight. I'm uh, doing a two to three minute, eh, three to five minute weekly, daily segment daily, uh, on news bat- that's breaking in Bachelor Nation. After Buzz TV, Bachelor News Daily. Yes, Bachelor Daily is what we're calling it. And so it's all, it's it's what's going on in Bachelor today, um, updates of some of your people from the past, and just up-to-date news and and commentary. So if you don't have time to stalk all those guys on Instagram or Twitter, uh, we do it for you. We will. And I will say, guys, this was a very juicy premiere episode. If you've been following Tyler, Hannah, and Jed, huge development. I'm not going to say it on air because you have to go check out our coverage, but... Even I was shocked by what I learned. I'm a 90 Day Fiance guy. Fair enough. Yeah, I've never seen an episode, Kev. Oh, my goodness. Maybe it's probably better you don't, because you'll just get too upset. I was going to say. You and your wife. It's, it's a lot, but it's magnificent. Well, I will say, Kev, I will hear, like, you're an example of one. People from, you know, the most pretentious upper class only watch Game of Thrones to the, you know, reality TV junkies, everyone says that it's the best show you on ro- TV. It's rocking high-low. It's rocking the high-low. It's low. amazing. It really is my favorite reality unscripted series. It's fantastic. Also, um, we do the loudest voice here, don't we? We covered it, I yeah. believe. Or if we didn't, I know we're going to be doing coverage for it. The Roger Ailes, yeah. Fox. Yes. No, we must be doing it. I'm sure we did. We yeah. have to do I it. I thought it already no, wrapped, though. No, 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 no. We no. got screeners, that's why. Pen I think tal- we pre-taped. Pentultimate episode. Oh, the Pentultimate, yes. It was last night and the next week. Russell Crowe's pretty good. the finale. Oh, it's great. It's great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the golden age of TV. We're living in it, guys. So So we ask you to subscribe to our channels. And really quickly, I have been checking the Bar Rescue After Show iTunes reviews, and I'm waiting for those five-star reviews that I will read on air. So we ask you guys, hop on there, give us those five stars, and I promise I'll read them on air. Until then, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thank you so much for tuning into our coverage today. As I mentioned, we're here every Monday around 2 p.m. to cover the episodes from the night before. And I'm always joined by my co-conspirator, Kevin Undergaro. And uh, it's, for me, at Undergaro, and uh, I don't really tweet much, but Instagram. But uh, And then we do the Tomorrow Show uh, on the Not Sam Network, Wednesday nights. And it's great. You guys got to check great. it out. And uh, Jeff, where do we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And I will say, uh, our network and producers have put a lot of juice into our AfterBuzz TV Twitter. We've oh, yeah. seen a lot of increased growth and engagement, and we're tweeting some fun stuff there. So check us out and subscribe there. <sighs> so Jaffer may not come in. and I've always been ner- nervous that he was going to come in and just see this place and tear my ass up. So. You think? Uh, no, I've always wa- worried about it. And, felt, and he'd feel bad for Maria, my wife, you know, and her role in this. <laughs> but I think he'll actually be proud of us now. I'm sure Kevin he would. Taffer would love this. And we'll, you know what? Tune in because we may bring him in. Actually, he's been here. No, he, he, he has been he's, here. He's, he's, he, we get the stamp of approval. We get a stamp of approval. And we hope that you uh, we get your stamp of approval, guys. We'll see you here next week on the Bar Rescue After Show. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.